Hello, everyone. You're listening to a new episode of the Postgame Report. I am your host, JVB. So Microsoft and Xbox, well, Phil Spencer and crew, they made it official that four games will be hitting the PlayStation 5. They didn't initially announce the four games. Now, from that moment where they did a podcast, I believe it was on a Friday, uh, up until recently, that uh, Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment are going to the PlayStation 5. And there's also a rumor that Sea of Thieves was in production for the PlayStation 5 for quite some time, which is kind of weird because a lot of people assume that this decision by Microsoft and Xbox has been made a few weeks ago. That is not how business runs, and unfortunately, we have a lot of dingbats telling us about business and how to run a company, a corporation, a multi-billion dollar industry. These guys got a lot of fucking nerve. So, depending on who you listen to, which is most likely a moron, you are going to have moronic takes of your own. And for some reason, if, depending who you talk to, the fact that there's only four games, it, it they they managed to turn it around and say, and laugh at you know the PlayStation fanatics, and say that it was a win for the Xbox side because there's only four games going to the PlayStation Five, four Xbox exclusives. I don't see where there's a win necessarily for anyone because the biggest winner number one is xbox and microsoft well mainly microsoft that's the mother company microsoft has this library of games that will not sell if it was solely on the xbox and that is as simple as it gets Microsoft would never make up all the money they spent on Activision Blizzard if it was solely on the Xbox and on PC. The biggest acquisition in video game history by Microsoft was $70 billion. You are not going to get that back, leaving it solely on your ecosystem. And then you have Game Pass which really did a really did a number on your brand and on your ecosystem because sales third party sales uh when when let me rephrase this when there's a comparison between PlayStation and Xbox when it comes to third party sales it's always a unanimous uh this not unanimous decision, but the sales are unanimously in favor of the PlayStation side. And I'm not making this shit up, but if you were to listen to some of these prominent YouTubers that call themselves fans of video games or Xbox, they're going to tell you all types of shit and just, they, they will brush over the truth and then create a narrative 
that will always favor the Xbox. Now we see the results of all this bullshit. And the biggest culprits are on, uh, well, in this case, Twitter or X and YouTube. That's where you're going to find the biggest culprits. Which is not surprising because if you look around today, if you have some type of radical thought, chances are there's going to be a few people who think just as you do. No matter how stupid it sounds, you're going to get an audience. And unfortunately, a lot of people see this and they make the most asinine statements. <laughs> they, they have this evangelical uh, personality on YouTube or Twitter and they get followers. They get disciples. It's, the, it's a... It's a it has been one of the longest comedy skits in history. <laughs> Watching these assholes go on Twitter, go on YouTube, make these f crazy ass, uh, crazy ass statements that are that are purposely fabricated to make one console look great. And we see the results of that. We see the results. And when, and I'm not going to make this a me versus anyone else. Let me just adjust my microphone real quick. I'm not going to make it PGR versus the world or whatever. You guys, if you followed the post-game report for many years, you will know that the post-game report was the first to call out Xbox on a lot of the things that we saw could have happened. I told a lot of people that the Xbox One X wasn't going to do shit when it released. It wasn't going to change the outlook. It wasn't going to change the tide in the console war. And then when Phil Spencer was hired... I looked up Phil Spencer. I looked up Phil Spencer's history with Microsoft. And I saw that he tried to run a certain aspect of the PC market when it came to video games. And that did horribly bad as well. And here we have Phil Spencer being the head of Xbox and everybody was like, all right. We have our savior. So I looked him up. And then I determined that he didn't have the experience needed to run a big brand like the Xbox. Regardless if you hate the Xbox or not, it is still a recognizable name. So let's be honest about that. When I talk to some of my friends who prefer the Xbox ecosystem, they don't know who the fuck Phil Spencer is. Aaron Greenberg. They don't know who uh, Colt Eastwood is. They don't know any of those jerks. They just know that they prefer the Xbox ecosystem for whatever reason. And they'll get their Madden, their Call of Duties, and whatever single-player games they might prefer. 
Some are actually Halo fans. So there's no reason to think that there aren't genuine people out there who genuinely enjoy the Xbox for what it is. But we're surrounded by content creators and so-called influencers who are going to, they're going to make up these narratives. They're going to come up with these campaigns that will basically treat people like dummies. I realized something that when there's marketing, right, from an American company, they will treat you like an idiot. And the marketing behind the Xbox is very evident that they follow the same formula. Treat people like they're dumb. And you know what? It's not so, so much, for example, with the Xbox One, I believe, right? It said, power your dreams. Maybe it was the series. I don't know. They had that whole power your dreams campaign. Which is okay, right? You have a slogan, you have a very powerful console and the Series X. The consumer is going to see that and say, okay, there's, there's a cheaper alternative and then there's the premium alternative. People were bragging that they bought the X, but what Xbox did was focus on the lower comp on, on the lower not common denominator but on the lower end version and they never highlighted the power of that x we all know that i'm not telling you anything different so for me the series x is one of the worst consumer products that has ever hit the gaming market it is a total waste. You spent 200 extra, extra dollars to pick up that console. And it's, it's not highlighted. It is not utilized to its fullest potential. And that is fucked up on the consumer. But, God forbid, one of these influential content creators who walk around with their nose up in the air because they think they have some type of juice in this industry they will tell you otherwise they will they won't tell you what i just told you about the series x and how xbox has just uh ignored that user base you made people buy this console because of your slogans of your campaign and I'm talking about the regular consumer, not the hardcore like myself who makes podcasts surrounding video games. Not, not us. We know better. We know. We read all the specs before the general public will ever get it. We get this information a lot earlier. And by the time we finish reading these specs, we already make up will already make up our minds whether we're going to pick up that console or not. So we are an exception. And I've always stated that we take ourselves a little too serious 
we think that just because we have a few thousand followers on Twitter or we have a few thousand subscribers on YouTube, we assume that we're a lot bigger than we really are. Heads get swollen. Egos just fucking get, become the size of Godzilla. And you can't tell these people anything. And that's where the mistake comes from. And I'm talking about Xbox. I'm talking about the mistakes that guys like Aaron Greenberg and Phil Spencer, they went listening to these people on Twitter, following them on Twitter, adding them to their friends list, acknowledging them. You don't see Shuhei Yoshida falling into this trap. Jim Ryan, when he was running PlayStation, he wasn't playing this shit. He was a true professional. Even Reggie, Big Reg from Nintendo, when he was with Nintendo, he didn't play this shit. He wasn't on Twitter acting a fool, putting dumb photos of him biting a fucking uh, CPU chip. He wasn't talking about eating monsters. He wasn't going on stage with a nice little gaming t-shirt pretending to be one of the one of the folks from the community. These guys were constant professionals. And that's what you need to run a big brand like the Xbox. And when I looked up Phil Spencer, I immediately knew that he was not qualified. My, my, my theory, and I just sounded like Bugs Bunny, but my theory is that there was no one else. And I, I think in an interview, Phil Spencer kind of insinuated that that was the case. And since I felt that way, I felt like, holy shit, this regime is not going to do any better. It's going to be one, the worst regime since the Xbox launched. People will say, oh my God, but you know, Phil Spencer brought Game Pass. Well, look what Game Pass has done to the Xbox brand right now. All of these fanatics assumed that because Microsoft is a trillion dollar company, that Microsoft would just continue to fund the Xbox and throw money around buying publishers, buying fucking IPs, creating the most powerful consoles and not selling any of them. Right? They, people, people really thought that that was okay. And that that was going to go on forever. I mean, it just shows you or it tells you what kind of mentality these 40 plus year old men have. And I'm not talking about kids. If it was kids, I would understand. But you're talking about adults. Adults who have children, who have, you know, they're married, they have children. Some of them have really good jobs. Some of them can afford to have like five monitors in the background and all this fancy, you know, equipment showing in their fucking streams. They got the best microphone, the Shure microphone, right? They all, all the podcasters have it, right? Obviously, either they're going 
<laughs> they're going in debt by putting everything on a credit card, or they have a freaking nice job where they can afford all this shit. But having the nice equipment, having the latest microphone, that doesn't mean you're a podcaster or a content creator. You have to put stuff that is useful and at least be honest with your, with your audience. Well, most of them are not useful, number one, unless you want to laugh. And a lot of them are lying to their audience. And not only that, but asking for super chats. Only responding to their viewers as they're streaming, they only respond if they give them a super chat, which, if you're not familiar with it, on YouTube, you can stream, you can do a live stream. People are watching you. You want to leave a comment, and you want that comment to be read by the host. Well, you need to pay something, <laughs> You can you could put a dollar, you could put a hundred dollars. Right? So you leave this super chat. You 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 donate a dollar and you say some comment and the host will read it. Now, try to put that same comment without donating a super chat, the host will ignore it. That is what these people do. And the real blame goes to the audience who wants to hear this garbage. Because if they didn't, you would see these content creators change their tune really quick. If you force them to tell the truth, they will do it. But unfortunately, they get their little donations on their streams. They have Phil Spencer and Aaron Greenberg on their Twitter friends list. And now they're fucking big shit in their own minds. So this is why Xbox is where they're at. Because the people in charge of Xbox encouraged this behavior and partook in this behavior. I've always stated that there was a frat boy mentality with this regime. And I'm going to say it again. You see it. Phil Spencer comes off at this as this really nice guy and he's likable. And in real life, that could be true. And that could be who he is. And there's no reason not to believe that. But when you look at his performance as the CEO or whatever he is now. The fact is, he is in charge of Xbox and Xbox at this current state is struggling. Worse than it ever has, it is struggling. He is responsible for that. There's no reason why him and his and his and the rest of his regime that he controls, well, he manages, not controls. There's no reason why he should be seeing anybody in his staff talking with people like Tim Dog or whatever idiot that's out there on, on the uh, Xbox 
universe claiming to be, be you know, an employee. <laughs> and I bring up Tim, Tim Dog because one time I saw somebody retweeting something like him indicating that he's, he, he's talking about Xbox in, in the we, like we sense. Like he said, we will do this, we will. And I'm like, this guy really feels like he works for Xbox. And there are probably people out there who think he does because this is what he's portraying. And most people would assume, why would a grown-ass man lie about this? So he must work for Xbox. Because you have to be a moron to lie and create this persona. And I'm talking about this dude has been doing it for like a decade. <laughs> and it's not just him. So there are only a few people that I know personally that have done things for themselves in this industry being starting off as a podcaster hosting xbox shows there's only a few of those guys and i know them personally and i'm very proud of them but that's only a few guys there's also females that i've been friends with that work in the industry not as a familiar face, not in the not in the console wars. They're doing their thing. They're, you know, that's something to be proud of. But these other morons who are the loudest, who are the ones getting all the subscribers, they're nothing. At the end of the day, they're a bunch of frauds who helped a brand changes out changes narrative from focusing on hardware and telling us that this is where you power your dreams that this console eats monsters you have executives taking photos with cpu chips in their mouths and suddenly the talk of hardware it, it is nowhere to be seen and now Everything was focusing on Game Pass. We all see, you know, people aren't stupid. We all see how streaming services, they've been struggling. And that's what movies. What makes you think that a streaming service for video games is going to do any better than a medium that cost less to produce. What makes you think that video games with its expensive budgets, with its high entry cost at $70 and the consoles themselves, what makes you think that that industry is going to do any better than let's say Netflix or Disney plus. And we're talking about two Corporations that have experience. Look at Disney. They have so many IPs and they're struggling. Their app is struggling. They're losing money with that app. And they have a shitload of content. So people don't look at that and tell you the truth. They want to create this narrative that, oh my God, this is the future my God, this is going to change the industry and how we play. And it's funny because, you know, unfortunately we have to 
we have to talk in a sense of first place, second place, third place, right? And you talk to a lot of people, Xbox is the third place. Or if you want to put PC, Xbox is in fourth or in last place. So we are to believe that the console manufacturer that is in last place and that has been struggling for years, for over a decade, that they're going to change the industry, they're going to redirect the industry, that people are going to follow them. Like, how the fuck are we supposed to believe that as people who have a mind of their own and some intelligence? You expect us to believe that? Unfortunately, there is a, a an army of disciples that believe these crazies when they start preaching how Xbox is the future. The future of what? I mean, excuse me, Game Pass, not Xbox, Game Pass. Now there are people who's, who are out here saying that Xbox is not going to exist anymore, that it's going to be Microsoft Gaming. Uh, I believe that was already shut down. And that the console side of the Xbox is going to slowly but surely die out. I would not like to see that, me personally. There's something about having a choice of consoles. Because regardless, you know, it's just uh, the law of average. There will come a time where the, the next Xbox or, or the Xbox brand itself, there could come a time where that brand has another, uh, it has its next 360 moments, Xbox 360 moments. There's a chance of average, right? The law of average eventually just like a sine wave right you have your ups and downs there could be that upswing for the xbox and then the playstation could have a lull i mean it happened to nintendo it happened with the playstation 3 so it could happen again and then xbox could have its 360 moment again with the console with the games and everybody's fucking happy so, no, I would not like to see the hardware side of the Xbox go away. Is having Xbox exclusives or former exclusives, whatever, right? Xbox titles, let's just put it at that. Is having Xbox titles on the PlayStation and Nintendo going to ruin the brand? Absolutely not, because the, the brand is already fucked as it is. But it can help the Xbox become a powerful publisher. And that will freaking generate more money than trying to sell you a $500 console. That's going to generate Xbox and Microsoft a lot of money. Putting their games on more consoles and also having a console of their own. You still... You still have a user base out there. It's not as big as Nintendo and PlayStation, but hey, that's just how it is in this country. Everybody has to, everybody has to see a number one, a number two, and a number three, so on and so on, right? Everybody has to rank shit by numbers. The biggest mistake that 
the content creators behind Xbox and the people in charge of Xbox, the biggest mistake they made was bringing PlayStation into their conversations. You hear Phil Spencer throwing little jabs, talking about Helldivers 2 shouldn't be solely on the PlayStation. Come on, bro. <laughs> you spent how many years talking about exclusives? Even You even had in your fucking shows, when E3 was still around, you even had a fucking dude saying exclusive. Bragging about exclusives, which was nothing wrong. I used to watch those shows anticipating the battle of the exclusives because that only meant that there was going to be quality out there for every fucking console. So you would have Phil Spencer throwing little jabs at PlayStation. And then you had the prominent Xbox channels or personalities on Twitter. Instead of concentrating on the games that were or are on Xbox and focusing on the brand that they claim to love instead of doing that what they did to generate views and attention to themselves what they did was downplay the PlayStation or more honestly talk shit about the PlayStation saying how the PlayStation wasn't going to play a Resident Evil game correctly because it didn't have the, the same power and it wasn't going to perform uh, past 30 frames or some crazy shit like that. One content creator, which I'm not going to repeat his name because he's a freaking clown, he was talking about how there was going to be a 30 to 40 frames per second difference between the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 in favor of the Series X. He was so sure about this that other people started to repeat it. And it's like, who are you talking to? Who is going to believe this shit? Well, <laughs> there were people who believed it. And then you had these gaming websites and these so called journalists who call themselves journalists. They're talking about. The Xbox doing these little promotions, you know, quasi ads on their websites or, or on their columns. And it's okay, right? You want to do like a, a little puff piece about the Xbox, but then you start, then you start talking shit about the PlayStation in your article. And that's where the mistakes come from, right? Because now... Instead of just staying on your side of the fence, focusing on the brand that you're talking about, you have to bring the more popular console and its content creators and its community. And then that's where this big console, well, troll, console trolling comes from. I don't want to call it war because it's stupid to call it that. So then you get this competition. People making fun of each other, people talking shit about each other, blah, blah, blah. But then you got the executives on Xbox throwing in uh, PlayStation into the equation for some reason. And this is where you get the people 
who will be on top of the Xbox when it when something wrong happens, especially to its content creators, to its influencers. That's where you get all the trolling. That's where you see the people jumping on Phil Spencer and the rest of the trolls. And I'm not calling Spencer a troll, but you know what I mean. Had Xbox gone and I remember the Xbox 360 when the big slogan was jump in. They even had uh, an old breakdancing song. And they had a bunch of people, and this is the commercial, they had a bunch of people doing double dutch. And uh, I believe the song is Apache. So, of course, you know, me being from, you know, being born in the 70s, I recognized the song. It was a big, it was a big breakdance song. You know, a lot of b-boys, you know, would battle and seeing these people jumping rope, doing double dutch, it kind of felt like that. So instantly I, I was attached to that commercial. I was like, oh shit, they're playing a great song. They have double dutch. This is like from my era. And the slogan was jump in. And there was nothing, no, no talking shit about the competitor, nothing about eating fucking chips and, you know, feel the power of Thor bullshit, you know. <laughs> it was simply jump in. Here's the console. This is how it looks like. These are the games that are going to come out. Jump in. And for a while, the Xbox 360 dominated. Why? Because they were delivering the games. And then it was unfortunate because a certain person who still works for Xbox, with the last name Greenberg, he began to post the MPD numbers, meaning that every month there will be a report about which consoles are selling what. And the 360 was doing good in America. And guess who was fucking going on social media bragging about this every fucking month? It was Mr. Aaron Greenberg. He implemented that part into the community, and I hated it. I remember talking about it. I was like, yo, MPDs have no business being part of a podcast. The community shouldn't have to worry about MPDs. We shouldn't even talk about it. And I remember one of my friends was like, but why not? You know, it's being discussed in news outlets. And I was like, but let them do it. We are a community. We are supposed to talk about the games that we enjoy, regardless of which console it is on. That is how we started. That is how we should continue. We should not start talking about the business side because we don't know shit about the business side. And we're going to take our, our content to a place that doesn't belong, period, in, in, in the video game culture. So, yeah, Aaron Greenberg started all this troll shit. Well, not in general. 
I'm not, I'm not going to say that bullshit. But when it came to talking about sales and statistics like that, Aaron Greenberg started that bullshit. And that gave content creators, well, back then it was trolls like myself. I'm a troll. And yeah, we would talk little shit like, haha, you know, this month, this console did this and the other one did that. That's as far as we took it. But now all of a sudden you have content creators pretending to be CEOs and, and fucking, you know, what's crazy is that one content creator can be on any given day, he could be a game developer, he could be a CEO, he could be an accountant, he could be a freaking electrician, or he can be an architect, you know, like he can put, he or she can be the creator of the architecture behind these consoles. Like at any given day, you can have the same content creator all of a sudden be an expert in something that is going to favor the Xbox. Like they talked about all these CUs and teraflops and I mean it was incredible like all of this machine learning all of a sudden that became like the talking point and no one was talking about the video games no one was saying hey and I remember I used to hate this shit when people would start off their podcast as hey what you been playing and that was something that was very common back in the day when we used to start our podcast and somebody would be like hey what you been playing you don't hear that shit nowadays, bro. You do not. And there's there's a few, but I'm talking about these content creators who claim to be Xbox fans. Who claim to be very influential and 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 unfortunately they are. But they're spreading bullshit and they have the right people listening to their bullshit. And now this is the result. Xbox is putting their games on competing platforms and their hardware isn't selling for shit. This is what we got now. So congratulations to those content creators. You guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> Plain and simple. Plain and simple. There's no other way to say it. You lie to your audience. And this is the bullshit we have to deal with. Now, I don't have an Xbox series, whether it's an S or an X, and that's on purpose. And it would be unfortunate that the next, you know, for the next generation of, of the next Xbox, that there won't be an, a new Xbox. That possibility is there. And I would be really pissed off because as I stated, the law of average. The next console for the Xbox could be that 360 moment. We don't know. I look forward to that, to that possibility. And if you take that away, because nobody's buying your shit, who's at fault? Well, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer for listening to these fucking maniacs you don't see anybody in Nintendo and nobody in PlayStation 
doing what this guy is doing, listening to a bunch of morons. Well, here you are. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. I've been talking about this shit a little too long. Uh, by the way, Helldivers 2 is still fucking fantastic. It's the first time in a very long time that I play multiplayer games with random people. I've actually had conversations with these random people. And it's been a long time since um, me and the other PGR guys, we've been chatting, telling each other, yo, I'm hopping on now. Texting each other, yo, I can't get in. Your your room is full. It's been a very long time since that's happened. So, Helldivers, if you haven't picked it up, I advise you to do so. The servers are getting better. This whole weekend I played, and I didn't have any issues. So, take that for what it's worth. Anyway, you guys take care. I'll talk to you later.